This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Available wherever you find your podcasts. We're at the Lyberg Studios up in Glenshaw. Our producer, Ben Stoneham, is here. John, the NFL draft. Ooh. It just happened. They did it. They went through with it. Mm, All the research. What a wild draft it was. You know? Lots of moves, lots of action. We got our guy. We got our guys? We got all our guys? (laughs) Did we get them all? Guys, plural? Maybe. There's so much going on right now. Pittsburgh sports. I felt like we hit a lull... You know, the Penguins, and here we are. I feel up. How do you feel? You feel up? Pirates are winning? Pirates are winning. I feel like it's great that the Pirates are winning, and I I went to a game uh, between our last show and Mm -hmm. now, and it was a lot of fun, and they won, and we listened to the song, you know, Mm. Chia Chia for our home team, a new Pirates jit, that song. Right. And it was cool. How do we feel about that song? I'm not. I'm, I'm not. not I'm not going to say. What I'm not I, into it. It's time for a new song. I think. What song? I don't know. Maybe they could reach out to a, you know, <laughs> sort of an up and coming <laughs> local artist. Wave some money at them. I'll, I think they just need something like a little harder. You know, a little okay. more intense. Like that song is like theme song from Friends type of vibe. Where I feel like we need like which is a beloved song. We need some like Tom Waits like. Oh, pirate, like you know, pillage type stuff. <laughs> like I want, like true detective. Like I want, I want dark. Come on up to the house, Tom Waits. Yeah, yeah something where you can experience the diaspora of what it's like to be a pirate fan. Right, the real depths. Which is really just a song that you can listen to and enjoy while being hammered. All right, so I look. I'm enjoying the pirates' success, but also every win. It feels like you're climbing up, further up a ladder from which you will inevitably fall. Ooh. And that is a bad feeling. Yeah, it's such a long season, you know? Hey, it, let's enjoy it while it lasts. Right. Let's, let's, get, let's get back to the Steelers, though, because this, there's a lot going on. There's a <sighs> lot of, we got exactly what we like. We like to keep it in the family, so to speak. And now we have the latest set of brothers, mm. Nate and Nick Herbig, the mm. disgusting brothers. The disgusting brothers. As they like to be called. Right. We do have to get them to catch on. Of course, that is a succession reference. If Yeah. With <laughs> Tom and Greg's characters. If you don't know, now you two know. Two single guys mm-hmm. who are uh, the disgusting brothers. Right. But I think it fits, and also... Because they play positions that aren't super sexy and glamorous, Mm -hmm. like Nate plays offensive guard, and Nick is going to be some some kind of like weird linebacker thing from some yet to even be discovered defense. Mm -hmm. They are guys that get their nose in there. 
Right. And thus, they are the disgusting brothers. <laughs> I think that's going to catch on. I don't know. How did you put it? You know, we're, we're a smash mouth. Two chin strap. Two chin strap. Old school AFC North team. Open mouth, kiss your brother. Open mouth, kiss your brother. Just, right? You know, all the classic stuff. Right. That's what football is. Of which we are. You know, we're the real city of brotherly love. Don't look now, <laughs> Philly, but other teams... <laughs> you know, I'm thinking of the Colts, who maybe are breaking the cycle, but the Jets also have a they got a they got a subprime Aaron Rodgers for not very much, certainly not as much as I thought. And you know, I think as he emerges from uh, his psychedelic retreat, where I believe he was smoking Jankum, right? With which, for those of you that aren't familiar, Jankum is uh, fermented human feces. Right, I've got the Wikipedia ready for that. It's uh, <laughs> inhalant hallucinogen. Fermented human waste uh, is a popular street drug among the Zambian youth. And they'd put feces and urine in a jar or a bucket, seal it with a balloon or a lid, respectively, and inhale the fumes. So the, the cool thing about Aaron Rodgers is he actually does it with his own because he loves himself He can so much. control what he eats yeah. better. Right. You'd want to use your own waste to make jankum right yeah what's the fun in that <laughs> what's the fun in you i don't know variety is the spice of life it's funny to think of like a conservative talk radio host being like you know america's gone soft vaping you know in zambia they're actually they're doing they're doing legitimate hallucinogenic inhaling drugs hey it's organic we suck a little battery right? sucking on a flash drive yeah well who are we Little USB port <laughs> loser. <laughs> anyway, all right, John. Let's get into the draft. I honestly like the biggest selling point for me going to an NFL draft yeah. is just to boo Roger Goodell. Right, it's become its own thing. Like you know, back in the, like the James Harrison era, and like you know, it's been a while since there's been any weird Patriots stuff. I guess that's the reason. But now I think if you were a, if you're a younger person just coming up, you're like, oh, we just boo Roger Goodell because that's just like fun to do. Right. It's not like there is a generation of booers out there yeah. that have no idea that the reason he's booed is because he does not consistently legislate discipline. Right. Isn't it weird when you think that he went to WNJ? I did not know that. He went to Washington and Jefferson. That makes me like him a little more. It makes me like him less because. It's like, look at you cosplaying a serious person. You went to W&J, you jerk. <laughs> he rose up through the ranks. I don't know if he did. You know? Washington. Jefferson. <laughs> Goodell. Goodell. Yeah. Boo. Right. I don't like when he plays it up, though. Like, come on, you could do better. Like, stop. That's when, that's when someone needs to go on stage and, like, start, like, booing, like, in uh, Princess Bride. Boo. <laughs> Queen of muck. <laughs> Bow down to Goodell if you Bow want. Bow down to him if you want. <laughs> queen of filth. Yeah, we should start calling him the Queen of filth. Yeah, Queen of muck. <laughs> that's the, but that's the kind of booing energy we need. Yeah, I'm also in favor of booing anyone at the draft that isn't terminally ill or I guess like a service veteran. Mm-hmm. Everyone else should be booed. Like, hey, oh, yeah. to announce. <laughs> To announce the next pick, right. it's uh, any like literally right. Natron means. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I gave my heart and soul to this game. Why are Boo. you? Boo. Yeah. 
To announce the next pick, it's the head of Boys and Girls Foundation. <laughs> yes. Of Grub Greater Baltimore. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I was like, thanks, Roger. You know, we offer a lot of great opportunities for younger people. In the- I'm trying to talk about our yeah. mission here. Trying to make a sixth round pick. <laughs> Yeah. I might. It's a great reason to go to a draft. Boo everybody. Nary have I been as excited for a Steeler draft as I was this past week. Hmm. I don't know. Just the amount of picks. It seemed like Omar Khan is playing it fast and loose. Mm-hmm. And also, the thing about Omar Khan, it seems unreal that we have him because I remember being at my mom's old house like in 2010 and very distinctly remember watching some Steeler coverage, like some, I don't know, on local news, and they were like, Omar Khan has been, the Steelers have authorized him to interview for the Rams GM job, the Mm. St. Louis Rams. I was like, oh, okay, so this guy's on to bigger and better things because at the Steelers, people die with these jobs. Right. And he's still here and was like, uh, is Omar Khan like... uh, was he Jonah Hill in Moneyball? Mm. And then they were, like, keeping him down. They were like, uh, was that the right way? And we should be, like, concerned about the zillion moves that Omar Khan has made? Hmm. Yeah, it seems like there's definitely going to be a different new school type of thing. I don't know about the sustainability. I mean, the, the moves seem great. This has been super fun. Yeah. I've loved it. Isn't that, you couldn't really ask... For a more entertaining draft for your team. No, and like there's, it doesn't seem, there's no like wrong move that's been made to right. my knowledge. And of course, these things reveal themselves slowly over time. Right. Fast forward to like three weeks, it's like <laughs> Joey Porter. <laughs> Joey Porter crashes his car into Acrofer <laughs> Stadium, killing Kenny Pickett and maiming TJ Watt. Uh, right. It's his pack is destroyed now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm really excited for it. I think I'm down with it. Omar playing it fast and loose. Yeah. All right, John. Let's go through the picks. Broderick Jones. I mean, he looks so young. <laughs> like right. his like face he, got the braces. Yeah, yeah he looks cool. like yeah. He's got the baby face. It's yeah. like so. So this guy's gonna get bigger and stronger. I guess. Right. This guy's 21, six six three eleven. Wow. Okay, great. I mean, cool. I guess. Here's my concern. He's a snake guy. Have you seen this? No. You don't know about this? He's really into snakes. Oh, like not good. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like that. Well, hold on a second. If you were in a biker gang, if your whole image mm-hmm. is like, I'm a badass, right. you don't want to be like, I'm a, yo, I'm a f-ing bad dude, and my hobbies off the field are that I'm a brony. I'm like into my little pony play because that's what i'm about right Right. that would be weird right and like creepy and not tough but the snake thing is like call me snake yeah he owns two snakes but they these snakes they they tend to get out and then they get in our rivers (laughs) and like you know they get in our rivers yeah you know that broderick's snake (laughs) is gonna be eating steak like it's gonna be a big a well-fed snake that snake is eating prime rib Remember when all those alligators escaped? That's what I mean, man. Right. So we can't have this. Well, we can, but by law, Broderick Jones will have to live in the South Hills. Right. Where all of the reptile escapes. Omar Khan was like, we got your place in Brookline. There's a terrarium down there. 
if the snake were to get out, that's fine. It's fine. They deal with it every day. They know what to do, right? Right. What kind of, like, we talking, like, boa constrictor? I think, like, pythons and stuff. So then, I don't nah, know if you... dog. If, I hate snakes. Yeah, I don't like snakes either. I'm, I'm actually very terrified of them. Mm. But he went to the Pittsburgh Zoo and Aquarium. Did you see this? Uh-oh. And he, like, went straight to the reptile place, and they, like, hooked him up with all these snakes. He's right. a real snake weirdo. So okay. I think it's cool, but also... Take it easy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, okay. It could be could be a lot. All right. Yeah. I, I don't know what... I feel like me and Tomlin, we got a lot in common. I don't think Tomlin f- with snakes either. Well, do you think... I mean, they do so much research on these yeah. guys... And it's like, so Broderick, what do you like to do off the field? He's like, I have snakes and I I tend to them. Yeah. You know, like, I have pet snakes. I help them shed their skin and you, whatever. It's, yeah, I help snakes. snakes molt and yeah. I feed them once a week or whatever. Cuddle a snake? You can, like, hold it and yeah. do, like, take badass Instagram pictures, yeah. I'm sure. But do you think that Tomlin at any point was like, should I be worried about yeah. this? Should I be concerned yeah. that right. this guy That keeps... look that he gets where he's just sort of like, you know surprised and alert <laughs> right 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 yeah like to each their own i right. i suppose is where they landed on right. it but it makes you think all right and then of course our second pick 32 mm. overall mm. joey porter jr little peasy here's a thing that i hate that has been ballied about on local radio and on twitter people keep saying like if he's like taylor that would be great yeah i heard that too I, the ike taylor thing i don't like Ike Taylor was a fourth round pick. Yeah, would that be great? Yeah, if he was. I mean, Ike Taylor was a fine player. He won Super Bowls, so I think that's, you know, in that sense, I agree. I think that's what the whole idea is, right? You know, I think I look the Joey Porter Jr. pick. I'm getting a little weirded out Mm -hmm. by like the local connections. Um, (laughs) I desperately would like for it to work out, and I'm glad we didn't take him at 17. It seems like we got a deal. Yeah. I'm excited to see it play out. No reason to think it's not going to be good. I think it's important to not not think about it too much. I guess so. It's going to be good. It's really don't, be good. Don't trust the Steelers to draft a corner, but mm. here's... They know this guy. Here's hoping. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Benton, defensive tackle. Mm. Wisconsin. Love it. Wrestled in high school. Hell yeah. I feel like if you wrestled at a high level you know how to like fall and you twist got, people get them on the ground just build nasty. in leverage yeah. stuff yeah no i love that dude i love the i wanted linemen i wanted big dogs and we got them we got both we got a little bit of something for everybody you know i'm excited to have seems like the way philly pushed people around last year seems like omar khan and company took note and we're like let's go get some big boys and and do the damn thing. It was really almost unsettling last year watching Philly go for it on fourth and one, fourth and two every time and yeah. convert. Dude. I was like, is it that easy? Mm-hmm. Could you do that 20 times? In a, like, what What could they be doing differently here on defense to prevent that from happening? And the answer is maybe nothing. Man, I'm thinking about Jalen Warren coming in on a change of, change of pace. You know, run call and just getting behind some of those big guys, some big dudes, some her big, <laughs> and some some Broderick Jones, and just let's go. I'm excited. So That's they, smash dick right there, full bush. 
They got Darno Washington, the biggest dude ever from Georgia. Mm. Like most fans, I was excited about it, and then I thought about one guy who probably loves it and hates it, and that's Kenny Pickett, because they draft this dude who's 6'8", 275, and Kenny Pickett's like, nice, big target. Mm. Oh, wait a second. When we're in a fourth and inches situation, this guy is going to sprint full speed into my back yeah. to push me forward. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then it seemed like maybe not. Right. He's going to carry you. Great. Yeah. Like, like a, baby. a little baby deer. <laughs> Najee did that last year. That's to right. Kenny. What do you think about Kenny, swole Kenny now? He's put on 15 Dude, pounds. Swole Kenny crushing, uh, shotgunning a beer with Luke Combs. If you could shotgun a beer on stage in front of 60,000. Yinzers with anyone, who would it be? Any artist? Yeah, any any band that's out there right now. <sighs> All right, let me let me think. Who, you, and who, bon, who? you and Bono up there, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bono would, I think that would like disgust him. Right, that would turn him off. He would, it would affirm everything he already thought about Americans. Yeah, but also like f- him. Right, the Pogues maybe. Oh wow. Not that they would draw like that. Yeah, well, in some, but let's say... at Jurgles? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> would, I, would I shotgun That's a beer That's on stage with uh, Shane McGowan yeah. and the Pogues? Yeah, sure. Hell yeah. What about you? Harry Styles. Okay. That would be sweet. Yeah. Bruno Mars. Yeah. Because as a, as a man of 5'8", I would look like Darnell Washington <laughs> next to <laughs> Bruno Mars, who by all accounts is much shorter. So cute. And she was like, give him a bath. <laughs> yeah, look, it, by all accounts, a very good draft. Got some late round steals. And then, of course, we got Nate Herbig's brother, mm. Nick, which you and I instantly texted each other because of how deeply weirded out. My cousin Dave said it the best. He said, this guy can be the best player available mm-hmm. at a position of need, meaning Nick Herbig. Right. The Steelers have to recognize their part of the bit yeah we have a i guess it's not a problem until we start drafting <laughs> like the brothers of people who are it's like they draft darnell washington they're like oh and in the fifth round we have it says here uh nelson <laughs> washington doesn't look mel did do you you see him is he on did he play last year did, he it says it here he is legally the brother of darnell <laughs> but he did he does not he works at chick-fil-a <laughs> Uh, outside of Athens? Outside of Athens, Georgia. He's uh, 191 not, pounds. Not he's, listed. Yeah. Like, that's when it's a problem, when we are just drafting the siblings and like know, willy-nilly. Uh, yeah, like Tomlin and Omar are having everyone do a 23 and me, and they're like trying to find <laughs> <laughs> distinct links. They're, right. Like, it's in the contract. Right. Look at it. Uh, we need everyone to spit in this little vial. Right. And, you know. Just going to see who's out there. <laughs> We're just doing our due diligence. We're just seeing who's out there. John, the Pirates, you're battling Bucks. Beat them off Bucks, baby. Beat them off Bucks. We are beating them off a lot. We all knew they were going to be good. Knew it all along. Is there some? Is there someone out there? We should try to pull this data from Bet Rivers. Okay. Is there someone out there that, like, put a G down at a zillion to one for them to be, like, the first team to 20 games? Right. The... To that finish with a winning record, which is still very much in jeopardy, obviously. Yeah. But, and let's get that. It would have to be some strange dude. Yeah, let's get him on. On the show. You know, especially if he's going to be throwing around fat stacks. Right. He needs 
two weirdos and his entourage. Three weirdos. Us. Yeah. Yeah. We can all yeah. go to a game with him. Fortunately, John, we've got a guy on the front lines. A correspondent. You could say that. Okay. You could say a correspondent. Um, he is none other than Brian Reynolds. My favorite pirate. The Pirates. Yeah. He's just got a new deal. He's an eloquent writer. Mm. Um, he writes letters. Right? He writes letters yeah. to his mother about the pirates. Mm. He was kind enough to share one of them wow. with us. I know we did this earlier um, as a as a lead up to the season, but mm-hmm. uh, he was kind enough to do it again. So let's let's take a listen about the pirate season thus far from Corporal Brian Reynolds. Dearest mother, I write you from the banks of the mighty Potomac, where our spring campaign has been. And I cannot believe I'm about to pen these words. A rousing success. Success. I believe I have indeed seen this collection of letters strung together before, but never in relation to the previously moribund and often disparaged regiment to which I have thus far felt more captive than accomplice. Optimism in camp is uncommonly high, as our performance in the field has exceeded even the most hopeful supporters' wildest expectations. After beating back the enemy twice in a single day here within eyesight of our beautiful capital dome, we find ourselves the leading regiment in the entire division. Imagine, mother, the same ragtag group that I've watched trip, fall, and bumble through years of ineptitude, standing proud. It is as if the stars and heavens themselves are now underfoot. Such is the inverse world in which we currently reside. I'd be remiss if I didn't give credit to Corporal McCutcheon, whose return home reminded this regiment that better days were indeed possible. Those who saw him in his youth say that his skills were unparalleled, and there has been nothing upon his arrival that would call those tales into question. If anything, his legend has only grown. And what can I say about Private Maggie, who'd gone from a fresh-faced young boy to a grizzled man of 34 in the reserves without ever seeing action in the field? But I'm happy to report, Mother, that he was recently promoted and here on the outskirts of Washington, even realized a childhood dream by wielding his bayonet and putting it straight through the heart of another man. As the life drained from the enemy's eyes, it was hard not to reflect upon the nobility inherent in hard work and dedication. It's even harder to think of a wartime approximation for an RBI single. And thus, Drew Maggi killed a guy. We were so happy. And news of news, mother, as God is my witness, the miserly General Nutting unclenched his buttocks, however briefly, and in a wonderful surprise decided to compensate me handsomely for my talents. What seemed impossible only months ago is now a reality. I can now say, with almost 25% certainty, that I will be here, in this camp, for the next three months to eight years. If I'm being truthful, however, I must temper my optimism as it's shrouded in a blanket of unease. Our performance has garnered praise, and rightfully so. But still, the ghosts of the past linger in the fog, just beyond the tree line, and they will hover there, moaning their woeful hymns until we prove we are worthy of their exodus. And so I ask you, Mother, will we be able to keep them at bay? Or will they, like so often before, overtake us and by September resign the joy of April to the buzzards and crows? Rest assured, with my newfound security, I will provide you with the finest dairy cow you've ever set eyes upon or whatever item passed for affluence back then. Warmest regards, your son, Corporal Brian Reynolds. There he was, John. (laughs) I'm moved. (laughs) I'm very moved. The music really makes it. That was uh, written by our buddy Kevin Kramer, Mm. friend of the pod, very talented, very funny guy. He's got a book coming out soon. We'll have to have him on for that. Um, 
The book is called American Grunt. It's like about Kramer's life working eight dollar an hour jobs forever. Hell yeah, yeah, it's sweet. Super talented guy. We'll have to we'll have to have Kramer stop by sometime. Mm. John, we announced the Chachki contest on the last show. Mm. We want your pictures of. I don't know, your families. Yeah, because that's going to yield the best result. Yeah, we want tchotchke pics. Send us photographs yeah. of your tchotchkes. Something that Graham held held near and dear to her heart. Right? Something with no utility or, you know, function, value of use whatsoever. Something that is just there <laughs> to sit on a shelf. Um, and be admired. And be admired. For decades. Yep. And thrown out. Like the garbage that it is. Right. When the second that person checks dies. out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So we did get one submission, and I want to show you and Benstonium here. This is from Jed. Okay. Hey, Ted. I don't have Binley's number, but I'd appreciate it if you could pass this along to him as well. My family was never super big into tchotchkes, but I always remembered one that was super important to my father. It would sit on our mantle. For the whole year, except around the holidays, when he would bring it to our dining room table. Mm. I don't know where he got it from, but he's had it as long as I've been alive. And then here's the image. Right. I saw this. <laughs> yeah. I got this in real time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> folks listening there, it's his ball sack. Uh, it, is a, it is a sack pick. <laughs> Thanks for that. So, tchotchke contest... Is a bust. It's a bust. It's still alive. Right? Still yeah, so that's God. it's not quite the start we were hoping for mm. to the tchotchke contest. But again, the best tchotchke is going to win a Smash Dick Full Bush football shirt. Smash Dick Full Bush. Right, and we should talk to the folks at Pittsburgh Clothing Company about making a Smash Dick Full Bush tchotchke. Like a little porcelain. Like a little guy <laughs> holding up. I don't know. Well, I'm, they're the artists. A little, we'll right, right. Yeah. a little guy with a sledgehammer <laughs> and a huge bush smashing <laughs> a dick. <laughs> I think that, yeah. This, uh, I'm thinking like Calvin and Hobbes, like, you know, that, that caught on, like, oh, he's peeing on the thing. <laughs> how would you like to be the author of Calvin and Hobbes? It slowly catches on that assholes everywhere can make the lead character like of your life's work pee on anything yeah. and sell... Like truck stickers for $5 a pop and get rich off of that? Right. John the Fountain is back on at Point State Park. All right. New name for the fountain. First off, we don't <laughs> leave the fountain on all the time, right? No, we don't. Yeah. In fact, the new thing we're going to do with the fountain, I propose that we rename the fountain the Victory Bidet, <laughs> and we only turn it on when the pirates win. Yes. So, like, Joe Block, like, there it goes, the victory bidet. Oh! Right, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it squirts right. up. Yeah. <laughs> and we've talked about this. We need to lean into the crazy around here. The Pirates, scrappy organization. It's the only way we're going to win. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we need we need more stuff like that. Yeah. That is going to strike fear into the hearts of the St. Louis Cardinals. So you just want to call it? Like the, the, the victory bidet. Okay, it's not unlike the victory lights at the cathedral, right? But just grosser and weirder. Yeah. And what's cool is since it's at a state park, it'll be like the job of some park ranger who's who like will be completely delegitimized and like their life's work will then be right <laughs> essentially thrown out. They're like, 
oh, the pirates, I guess I gotta do this dumb thing right. that I just don't agree with. You know, this is where General Braddock did whatever, and people are like, hey, Steve, fire up the bidet. Fire it up, dude. Shut up. The victory bidet. I'm in. The victory bidet. There it is. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast. I would be remiss if I didn't give everyone out there the opportunity to send us a disgusting picture instead of a tchotchke. You can do that on the hotline, which receives texts. Yeah, and, uh, you know, old Uncle Binley over here, he's dusting off some old Binley hardware company tunes. I'm going to be playing at the Thunderbird on May 11th in Lawrenceville. If you're looking for a night out, it's a Thursday evening, some music, got some new songs, come on down, come see your boy. If uh, if you mention the pod, I'll buy you a drink. It's a thirsty Thursday, come May 11th down. at the Thunderbird in Lawrenceville. I'm going to be there. Yeah, check it out. It's going to be a great show, May 11th at the Thunderbird in Lawrenceville. And hit us up with your tchotchkes. Please, God. We I Send me a... a Send us a picture of a small wooden quail that definitely doesn't belong on top of your grandparents' television set. Send us a picture of a crocheted cardinal on a little (laughs) marble landing with a quote about how when a cardinal visits you, it's someone from the afterlife. Yes, yes. Oh, lawn tchotchkes. That's a good one, too. Right. That, that would all fall under the category. Hit us up on the hotline, 412-368-6375, or by email, untitledpittsburgh at gmail.com. Huge shout-out to Lyberg Studios. Huge shout-out to Ben Stonium, our producer. It's mm. the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Mm.